And now, it's time for Miss Weed Wiki Speaks. joining us to talk a little bit about cannabis investing here in the Canadian markets. So hi, Dina. Thank you for joining me. And welcome to Miss Weed Wiki Speaks. Could you tell our listeners where you're joining us from today? Yes. Hi, Miss Weed Wiki. And it's a pleasure to be here with your listeners. I'm Gina Yana, and I am joining you from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. That is Awesome. Thank you for telling everybody. And I wanted to talk to you today. First, let me tell everybody how we met. We've been in a few groups online, but you happen to run a Black Canadian investors group. And so um, I definitely wanted to connect with you because, as you know, I talk to different people about cannabis education, but a one part we haven't discussed yet is investment and financing into cannabis. So what better than to talk to the smartest investment woman I know. That's, <laughs> well, that's why you're with me today. So thank you for joining me. The honor is completely mine. Thank you. Uh, very flattered by that. I am just a regular person who um, left the bank and took my pension and wanted to figure out how to invest it. So learning every day and I'm still new at this, but happy to be here with you to talk investing. Awesome. Now, like I said, we do talk about cannabis, so I shouldn't make any assumptions. Could you tell us about your journey in cannabis? Do yes, you use definitely. cannabis? Uh, definitely, for sure. I can tell you about my journey. So, you know, like most people, I dabbled a bit in high school, but um, with my present use in cannabis, it's mostly related to my anxiety and insomnia. So I've suffered with anxiety and insomnia for some time, but uh, my insomnia got to really... Um, really unmanageable point. And so um, thankfully I have a brother who's well-versed in the cannabis space and he, um, su he suggested that I try out CBN. So I've been excited and that's really worked for me. Awesome. Can you tell our listeners about CBN? I know it's, um, it's similar to CBD, but I'd love for them to hear from you. Uh, definitely. So the, the little I know about CBN, it's a cannabinoid and CBN, um, just pretty much what happens is once the cannabis plant grows, they let it sit there for a while and let the THC age or let the plant age. And apparently as the plant ages, it produces more CBN. So as the THC sort of kind of will, dies off, the CBN presents itself. Great. So And for me, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. And for you? Yeah, for me, how um, it works, I take it in an oil before bed. And for me, that helps me just like relax and, and fall asleep because I've tried many things before, but this is the thing that definitely puts me to sleep. Great. I'm so glad to hear. And so what does, what are the effects of getting good sleep? What are the benefits of that in your life? <laughs> Being sane. <laughs> a lot. No. Of, and I ask that and I want to hear about it because a lot of people don't, um, we minimize or we don't at least emphasize the value enough of sleep. Yes, I totally agree. The, the benefits of getting a good night's sleep is that you're able to function at your optimal self um, because otherwise you're functioning at half a glass. And also with that, for me, why I found it even more important is when I wasn't sleeping, my anxiety would kick in and it would be something unrealistic like, oh, I can, I wear like a Fitbit or a, 
a fitness tracker and my heart rate would start racing and I'm like, I'm going to get a heart attack. This insomnia is going to make me like go crazy kind of thing. And so that was more my anxiety talking. So CBN just helps me to chill out, relax and fall asleep. Right. And slow, it probably slows down the racing thoughts, right? Yes. Which yes. fuels the anxiety in a, in a never ending cycle. So yeah, that makes complete sense. Is there a type of strain you go for for CBN or like a um, favorite? For me, what I'm using right now, I don't know too much about strains, but I'm using the Soli or uh, how do you, it's the Afria brand Soli, S-O-L-E-I. Okay. So Soli or Soli. Soli. I would say Soli yeah. because they have a little sun on there and yes. the francophone yes. in me would be calling Yes. That. Sole. So the Afria Sole brand is the one I'm using right now. And I think actually they're one of the only ones because when I was reading the reviews, a lot of people are saying they're not a, a lot of producers of CBN. So nice. And I love how you did your own research into that as well. <laughs> and I love and that's your thoroughness into how you look into your subjects is is really inspiring to hear about and that actually lets us segue into your investing practice so you you touched on how you got into it it was when you were going on your second maternity leave yes so um when i was going on my second maternity leave having my youngest daughter i um decided to not return to work and then i had my pension and i wanted to figure out how to invest it and how to best invest it so i went online lots of youtube lots of facebook groups but I found they were segmented to different elements of the market. And I wanted a space where everybody could come together and talk about cannabis and real estate and all these different things. And so this group, Black Canadian Investors, was born. And we share information about everything under the sun, including cannabis. I love it. I love it. And I've been a member myself, full disclosure to our listeners for a few years as well. Very silent. I'm very silent. I only pipe up if there's a discussion regarding Cannabis? Not even. Not even. I, I'm yeah, you're pretty too. chill. <laughs> but, you know, talking about that and having had that group, it's how long has it been in existence? So it's been around for two years. It'll be two. It was two years on the 18th of November. Congratulations. How Thank long have you. you been looking or investing uh, so I was investing prior, just prior to legalization in Canada. Okay. And so when Canopy was just a, a medical cannabis company. And so from then until now. So what are the, some of the pitfalls you saw um, people falling trapped to in the early days of cannabis investing up until now? You yeah, I said I think the pitfalls are most people come in and they see it as um like a get rich quick scheme. It's like, okay, I'm gonna find that company that's gonna make me rich. And what I found with investing in general, that should be the farthest thing from your mind in terms of get rich rich quick. It should be get rich slow. So investing is a get get rich slow process and it's finding solid companies no matter what you're interested in specifically. It's just making sure your company is financially sound that you want to invest in and you're seeing growth over time and you're also looking at how they're innovating in whatever space they're in. So especially in the cannabis space, who's who's innovating? That's a great answer. All right. Now, in your observations now, because we are now to over two years into legalization, have those investors learned their lesson? I think some of them have. Some some people have learned some very painful lessons and they're no longer in the space because they've lost a lot of money. I think there are a new set of investors, though, who, who, who are in now because now is another 
it's another hype period kind of with um, Joe Biden being elected and people thinking, okay, America may legalize. So it's another very frenzy buzz environment. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of new people will learn. And also I think some people have learned and stuck around because we can see the transition in our group that some people have like diversified. Nobody's holding an all cannabis portfolio anymore. Those were the pitfalls, right? Right. Everybody thought, okay, I'm just going to go all cannabis not really a wise idea in investing in the first early days, especially like, (laughs) exactly, exactly. That's a lot of pressure to put on yourself for success, right? That doesn't give you a lot of room for failure. Exactly. Exactly. Now everybody's diversified and got some Apple in there and some other things, right? Right. Right. So if you're a newbie investor and you had a hundred dollars today to invest in cannabis stock or cannabis related stock what would you what would you tell that person to do or what would you do with your money if you had a hundred dollars today if i if somebody gave me a hundred dollars today and said i can only invest invested in cannabis in you can tell what i'm saying eh? in we in cannabis stock then i would buy canopy um canopy growth i'm giving away the answer yeah. But yeah, that's personally what I would do because I would choose the solid company that I think is backed by a, a huge conglomerate um, in Constellation Brands, gave, giving Canopy Growth $4 billion plus. Um, definitely, I'd go with those guys because I think they have a big investment and a lot to lose if Canopy fails. Right. Um, but for somebody else, I would say if you have $100 and maybe Canopy is not your thing, look at what what you smoke that you like the most, that you feel like there's a buzz about it in your community and everybody's saying, like within the group that Khadija founded, Afrobud Sisters, it's, um, they're always talking about God, but to the point now where I'm like, oh, I need to invest and find out who makes it because they, they've made a thing around that. So I think it's key in whatever you're interested in. What if it can be some other auxiliary company that you're thinking is going to be the new it company, invest in that but do your research and make sure that they're a solid company. That makes perfect sense. Now, how does your advice change if you had $5 million? Well, if I had $5 million, I would definitely say to that person, do not invest all of it in cannabis. (laughs) No, not all of it. (laughs) No, $5 million. No, not all of it in cannabis. You can designate a million to cannabis if you want to put the other 4 million in, in solid companies. The reason I say that is because cannabis is still at a stage of speculation. And when we're looking right now and looking around in the cannabis space, a lot of these large companies are now looking at their profit loss margins and and they're firing people and they're cleaning up shop, right? So we don't know who will arise as the as the as the king or 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 the one to go the 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 key company the head honcho right we don't know yet and so for me to say five million dollars put it all on cannabis that would be frightening for me personally even though the worldwide aspects because more and more jurisdictions worldwide like mm -hmm. israel has now legalized adult use cannabis it's you know there's Mm -hmm. huge um uh adult use cannabis programs emerging in South America, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, personally, for me as an investor, I would still say don't put all your $5 million on cannabis, but do, but do put a large percentage of that and find whatever you're interested in. So if it's some, some company in Israel who's just started up that you think they've got something, well, the key thing I would want people to, to ask themselves 
is what makes that company different from Canopy or different from this other company. So you have to know what, what competitive edge does that company offer? What it is, why are you choosing this company? Don't just choose it because you're hearing people talk about it online or you're hearing buzz about it. You have to know the financials of the company. You have to know what their competitive edge is, what their innovation, watch videos, watch videos of their CEO and how the CEO talks. Because for me, that's why at the time I chose Canopy because I really liked Bruce Linton and he seemed like a badass and, and he was like, like he knew what he was talking about. Right. So again, you just have to do your homework, right? Due diligence. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's really great point. Now, when I'm online, I see in the cannabis, as I look more and more in cannabis um, businesses and cannabis social media spaces, I see a little more mention and I get approached a lot by Bitcoin people. What is there an interplay going on between cannabis, the cannabis industry and Bitcoin as far as you can tell? But when it comes to Bitcoin, I'm not sure if there's an interplay between Bitcoin and cannabis. I'm, I'm sure there is, but that would be a very specific space um, that I'm not familiar with. But in terms of how Bitcoin and uh, cannabis relate is because I think both of them relate in the sense of, of the speculative nature of the industries. Bitcoin is completely out there in terms of speculation. Like I would say cannabis is within Earth's realm of speculation and um Bitcoin is going off into the universe where you're floating around out there in space with nothing to, you're not even tethered, right? Yeah, there's no tether or anchor holding you or grounding you. Because how cannabis works, and here's how the difference is. With cannabis and cannabis companies, there are fundamentals that we can look at to determine, is this a solid company that I should be invested in? So for instance, you can look at a company like Tin Lee Beverage Company, which is a tiny little company um, that's trading on the Canadian Stock Exchange. So, but with Bitcoin, there's no fundamental thing to look at. There's no, they're not producing a product. So there's nothing holding them. It's like a pyramid scheme. It's, it's actually based on somebody else coming in and buying a product for higher than you bought it from. But there's no product. It's just a coin. Right. So it's, it's very, very speculative. And that's why if you look at the trends of Bitcoin, they rise very dramatically, but they also fall very dramatically. So it's really a bet. And you, you can, if you're lucky, you can make lots of money. And if you're good at following patterns as well, like if you're a day trader, there's people that day trade Bitcoin and they make tons of money. I am not a day trader. That's not my thing. So, hey, more power to you if you're making money day trading Bitcoin. That makes perfect sense. Thank you. No, and, and that's a lot of good information indeed. Um, are there types of innovation and things in, in the cannabis industry that you see um, coming that people should look at or expect more funding to go at? For me, what I'm excited about, I'm, I'm excited for, to see where we are in 10 years from now in terms of how products have evolved. In terms of right now, oils are still fairly new. And, and even the way we use oils are... Um, there's still lots of misinformation or not a lot of good information about it. For instance, with my CBN oil, if I take it with food and especially fatty, fatty, um, rich fatty, so fatty substances in my food, like animal fats or um, any kind of um, meal that's also sugar. So if I have it with like a brownie, it's going to totally have a different effect than if I just had that CBN oil on an empty stomach with nothing. So it, it totally different experience in, in terms of how it 
counteracts with my body or reacts with my body. So there's still so many people that aren't even aware of that, right? So they're taking that product and they're thinking, okay, I'm not really seeing any difference, but it's based on how you're taking that. So I think as more education comes along for people to how to use products, we'll be finding more that products are actually more beneficial than we think they are. Cause I think right now that's a bit of a disconnect yeah. and as well as innovation. Cause can you imagine when we have a sleeping pill, that's just, it's a cannabis pill, but they're like, here's this pill and take it with food or whatever the case may be. So I'm looking to see what types of innovation like that will come forward in terms of like a sleeping pill or whatever they come up with next, who knows? And yeah. Yep. There'll be wellness products coming um, fast and furious. The wellness market will probably grow significantly. What, how do you think COVID has treated uh, cannabis investment in 2020? Like, well, how I would say COVID has um, impacted cannabis investing. I, I, not in terms of stock market ticker, seeing that, that, that direct based on the stock market, I'm not sure I can see that, but where I see it is in terms of definitely the, the pandemic has made people more anxious, has given moms more sleepless nights because, you know, they're homeschooling their kids on top of going to work. And so most people's circadian rhythm is going to be thrown off by this because you're doing so many things that, and circadian rhythm is key to insomnia for those wondering why I'm talking about circadian rhythm. But so like everybody's just way more stressed. And I think there's still the stigma involved with like smoking cannabis or things like that. So I think the more that people are aware of products like CBN oil. I think a lot of people just don't even know it exists. If I didn't have my brother, I wouldn't know it exists. So I think most people just getting the information and education and understanding, no, I don't necessarily have to smoke it. Because especially I think also how the pandemic affected cannabis is that a lot of people are actually scared to smoke now because they're like, oh, well, this will impact my lungs or especially if I catch COVID. So that's another anxiety that I've seen my friends say, you know, I'm scared to smoke because who knows if I get COVID, how will that will impact me? Yeah. So I think there's a lot, a lot of things that it'll change how people use cannabis maybe and consider their lungs and things like that. And also people are always trying to avoid the stigma associated with it or having people know they smoke. Right. Well, cause also too, um, a lot of doctors, even the medical cannabis doctors I encounter, they're not going to tell you outright not to do it, not to smoke your cannabis but they strongly in- encourage, you know, ingesting different ways through food, mm-hmm. oils, foods, other things, rather than, um, you know, rolling joints. I, I have seen that um, type of communication mm-hmm. definitely at, through the medical clinic providers, for sure. Yeah, so definitely, I'm sure you'll see, because if we do a study, like how people use cannabis before COVID to after, I'm sure a lot of people have swapped from smoking to different ways of methods of consumption. I agree because also too, you don't want to keep giving people um, excuses to give you strange looks when you're coughing in public. <laughs> you know, so it's never it shouldn't be lost on you when you see those those masks that say it's a weed cough. It's probably because that person's gotten a few looks of panic or anger, like how dare you be out in public and coughing. I actually have a joke about that. So my brother was outside of his house smoking and hacking up a lung and somebody screamed out COVID and he screamed back, no, cannabis. <laughs> so yes. I love it. I love it. 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> because it's so true, you know, like right? it's almost like, you know, um, it's it's becoming part of our vernacular when you cough, but probably, it's a wee cough, trust me. It's so true. Exactly. You, you want to reassure people I'm not contagious in the exactly. lineup while I'm waiting to go to get groceries. <laughs> exactly. Because I was exactly. puffing my vape pen and I got a little happy. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's great. I, I And that's an awesome joke. So thank you for sharing with us. No can you um, tell our listeners again how they can find you on your social media? For sure, definitely. So, um, all the, your listeners can find me on Instagram at Ginaiana, on Facebook Ginaiana as well, and Black Canadian Investors is just Black Canadian Investors. That is perfect. Well, thank you so much, Gina, for joining us. I really, really appreciate the information and insights you were sharing with us today, and we look forward to chatting together again soon. Yeah, it was a real pleasure. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Miss Weed Wiki podcast, and we thank you for your support.